Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict shame and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello, this episode was recorded live from the Lowry in Manchester in October last month. First of all, need to talk about these hoovering live shows we had an absolute belter at the inaugural podcast social club in thirsk in yorkshire last weekend thank you so much if you came it was just lovely i can't wait to put the episode out uh, the next live show now is not until february it's the 9th of february so you've got plenty of time to get ready to come all the way to leicester wherever you are it's at two o'clock in the afternoon it's at the brew dog if you google leicester comedy festival hoovering it comes up and also i'm then going to be uh, doing my a work in progress and then my tour show straight afterwards if you fancy making a full day of it if you want discount tickets to live shows go to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod and you'll see all the stuff that i swap for your hard-earned cash and podcast related perks including discount tickets um I'll be putting a discount link on Patreon any day now for that Leicester gig. Just waiting for the secret code to come through. We recorded so much for today's episode. um, And it's such a funny podcast, this one we did at the Lowry. We recorded almost double the amount of time I can can do a podcast for. Um, So I'm going to release a super special extra mini episode as well, just for patrons who are $10 and up. That doesn't mean you have to do that permanently, but if you're on Patreon or you want to join at $10, uh, I'll put that episode, uh, that mini episode out in December. Um, yeah, I mean, once you've joined the $10 bit once, you've got access to all the $10 stuff, and then you can go back down to $2 or $5 or whatever you can afford. 
or stay there if you can afford it. That would be nice. Um, I briefly mentioned I'm on tour. Uh, my show, Hench, I did it in Edinburgh. It's going right around the UK and then the world from the start of next year, starting in January, the whole month pretty much at the Soho Theatre in London. And then it's off on the roads. I would so love to have you there. Okay. Uh, this was such, such such a fun episode to record. I'm sorry this sounds a bit crap. The team manning the tech desk at the theatre hadn't quite got the brief right. <laughs> um, and it feels like they turned everything up to 11 volume-wise. But my amazing editor, Emma, has done her best with it. So if it starts off annoying, give it a chance because it does get better as it goes on. And I certainly didn't think it was annoying enough not to actually use. But perhaps rather than writing to me about it, just accept my apology now for the imperfect sound quality. Oh, and my guests are local heroes who I will let introduce themselves. The other thing, though, I need to warn you of is they are really funny. So to the man who left a review of the podcast um, saying he hates my horrible, noisy laugh, you, sir, are in for a terrible time this week. Everyone else, enjoy. Welcome to the Hoovering Podcast, live from the Lowry Theatre in Manchester! Great clapping and cheering, Manchester. Um, hi, I'm Jess. This is my podcast. It's a hoovering podcast all about eating. I've got some guests. I'm going to let you introduce yourselves. Hello, who are you? And what are you? <laughs> what am I? Yeah. Hello, I'm Amy and I am a comedian and a silly woman who has a terrible hangover. <laughs> yes, please. We've got pizzas. <laughs> Amy, what's your last name? Oh, uh, Gledhill. G-L-E-D-H-I-L-L. <laughs> It's a great surname. And you live in Manchester. Yeah. And you're from Manchester. No. Ooh. 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 Are you from a rival Esther? No. I'm from um, Hull. (laughs) (laughs) You're right, Jay. You said, nearly spat my beer out, Amy, because you said Hull as if Hull was a um, a tiny hamlet (laughs) (laughs) that no one will have ever heard of. For it only has a post office that opens once a fortnight. <laughs> that is true. Right. It's not true. No, it's a big place, but just yeah. one post office. That's it? Yeah. Really? No, Jess. No. <laughs> Fuck off. Do you know why I have always had a, a, a really fun spot in my heart for Hull? And it's such a weird reason. But I went there for a gig once, got there really early um, and was knackered. And I had a three hour nap in the back of my car in full daylight. And not one person pestered me. Aww. I think that's a lovely sign of a place. Then not only did I not get pestered, I didn't get murdered. Thank yeah. you, Hull. <laughs> what a lovely place. Um, Alice, hello. How are you? Who are you? Uh, I am. Uh, Alice Nutter and I spent 20 odd years in Anarchist Pop Man Chumbawamba and then in my mid 40s I changed to being a writer and I mostly write for stage and telly. Badass! (laughs) (laughs) And food wise, uh, what we're eating and we should talk about what we've tasted here uh, is from Pizza Express. Now, if I was very professional, what I would say is the news came out, the sad news came out this week that Pizza Express have gone bust. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear that, Alice? No. No. I'm sorry to break it to you. <laughs> what do you think of these pizzas? We've, we've had a vegan calzone. We've had a vegan pizza that's had, uh, that's had and still has got uh, artichokes, mushrooms, 
black olives, loads of red onions, some polenta chips, and um, <gasps> this one's got uh, that's is that normal cheese, and um, did he and a raisin, raisins. <laughs> that's that's a sweet thing. I thought I had a candied caper. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I was like, oh. It's gourmet, I've got a candied caper. <laughs> a candied caper? Yeah, it's a raisin. It's wrong. Anybody. <laughs> what the fuck are they playing at putting yeah, a raisin on there? That's why they have gone bankrupt. <laughs> oh. Do you think that's the financial death of Pizza Express explained right there? <laughs> I, I genuinely, personally think that the inclusion of a raisin or sultana in any savoury item is a fucking disgrace. <laughs> I love you, Manchester. I love you so much. This is brilliant. Um, yeah, my nana used to stick them in a coleslaw. Get fucked. I love coleslaw. I disagree with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah let's fight it out. Yes. Could be like, you know, question time. You know, where someone says, oh, you got like that round of applause. Yeah. Can I just try it? I actually like raisins in, in savoury food. <laughs> so I got booed. <laughs> bullshit. This is so much better than actual question Listen, time. If it were question time, you would yep. have gone, I've been in this country 30 years. <laughs> you have a really red face. <laughs> and I'm not eating any of them foreign mug raisins. <laughs> My Especially on a pizza. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> My great, great, great uncle's wife was actually a raisin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you just answer the question, please? Um, all right, well, um, any, any, apart from Raisingate, has there been anything particularly talkable about on these pizzas? I think they're doing vegan pizzas really well they're as a so thing. They're so good. They're that just one, really that good. That one doesn't taste vegan. It's, it's really savoury. <laughs> <laughs> really savoury. <laughs> um, there's a lot to address in that statement, Alice. Um, First of all, it just tastes savoury. It's just what you want from any pizza, isn't I know, it, really? we're trying to get out the old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it, no, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Do you, how do you feel about pineapple on pizza? Wrong, wrong, wrong. Yeah. Hang on, I've got happy a feeling. Happy with it, very happy with happy it. Happy with it, Glad yeah. you're happy with it. Thank there we you. go, there Thank we you. go, there we go. And there's room for all of these opinions and everybody's welcome. <laughs> mm. Oh, pineapple in home med sweet and sour. Right. <laughs> this side of the room was like real yes. rumble from the right, <laughs> yeah. from the right yes. side of the room in homemade sweet and sour yeah. you make all would you ever make your own sweet and sour sauce no, no. <laughs> no. Alice would I'm, I do, I'm yeah. impressed um, uh, I think what what are your feelings about vegan cheese on these I'm glad that there's something melted and yellow on the roof of these but what has it got to do with cheese have you, I want an honest, honest response. Have either of you, when you ate that vegan chiaz, yeah, whatever they're calling it, chase? <laughs> they have to call it something else, don't they? Chase. <laughs> well, I didn't know it was vegan cheese. Oh, and I have to say. I became a vegan in 1981 when there was no vegan food at all. Right. About, and there were hardly any soya milk or any burgers or anything. You had to yeah. mix it all yourself. It was 
hell. I bet. I had to go home, sneak non-vegan food at my mum's, hide the wrappers under the cupboards. Oh, wow. No, honestly, I, became, I were a vegan for six years at the point where it was the worst possible time to be a vegan. Because there's nothing processed No, we to used to make our point. own vegan cheese with soya flour mixed with Marmite. Oh, but I get it because Marmite's kind of got the same. It's the same. It will like. Oh, big what's it? It's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Try it without doubt. <laughs> But now a lot. <laughs> it's my favourite, favourite show, favourite live show I've ever done. Uh, five minutes in, um, I, <laughs> because a lot of <laughs> Glenda has lost it. A lot of vegan cheese is made with that nutritional yeast and Marmite's yeast extract, so it's See, a similar we were taste. Yeah, you were. Um, <laughs> but when you eat that vegan cheese, <laughs> Amy's crying. Just cry it out. Get it out. Get it out. And when you ate that vegan cheese, um, did you? How did you feel about it? Did you? Did you think it tasted cheese? I didn't know it was vegan. Wow! And how long? And you're not a vegan now? No, no. I got no. I were a vegan for six years, and then I went. Uh, we were in Switzerland, and they. When you were a vegetarian or a vegan in them days, when yeah. you go to Germany or Switzerland, they yeah. go, we've got vegetarian, we've got the vegetarian chicken. That would be chicken. <laughs> wow. And so you'd have to try and avoid it. And we got to Switzerland and they said, oh, it's okay, we've got vegan cheese. They give it to us. We ate it. It was cheese. It was the most delicious thing I'd ever had in my life. Oh. Like, what the fuck am I doing? I just need to eat yeah. cheese. And I started eating cheese again. Mm. And I were a vegetarian until I got pregnant. Yeah. And then all I could eat was skinless chicken, oranges and spinach. Nice. I think your body craves what you miss. I craved, when I was pregnant, I craved... I've been a vegetarian for nearly a couple of years and I started to crave bloody steaks, yeah. which are very much on the list of things you're not meant to have <laughs> yeah, when you're yeah, pregnant. Yeah. But I've got a, a mate who's one worse than me who desperately craved fags. So... <laughs> even worse. <laughs> and I did have... I had just had some steaks. I think you've got to listen to your bod, haven't you, if you've got a baby in it. And at all other times. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. It's so interesting. Okay. Oh, well, I also know that there's some cakes in the room, but I think I'm going to save that for a bit. Um, there will be leftovers of this. I just want to do one more savoury eating thing with you guys um, that I've been meaning to do on the podcast for a while. And I've, I'm pretty delighted that I'm doing it with you guys. I talk quite a lot about is that how... dick cheese? <laughs> it's, not. It's, it's not dick cheese? It's not dick cheese, okay. no. But it's a flannel. It's cheese related. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the North. <laughs> it is a flannel. <laughs> you trying to give me gin? <laughs> all right, for a long time, I've been arguing that... Um, do you all like Watsits, by the way? Yeah, yeah. By all, I mean both. Big time. Yeah. yeah! Big time. I think that M&S cheese tasters are better than original Watsits. <laughs> yes. And um, yesterday, I was very happily surprised by the integrity of a Greg's cheese puff. Oh. Um, so I thought I'd throw that in the mix. <laughs> and I want us to have a try of each thing, and we'll just see what's the best thing. Should we do it blind? OK! Oh. Okay. Okay, what shall I place? Okay, okay, I'm gonna give you and we'll see 
Okay, number one, Amy. Um, Alice, <laughs> shall I pass you one? Close your eyes. I'm sorry, but I don't chew these, I go. just suck them. Okay, no problem. We're not in a rush. <laughs> sorry, I chewed just sprayed it. it, sprayed it, just chewed, chewed it. Okay, it. okay, I've forgotten which one I've given you each, but I'm gonna remember it now. Okay, you ready for your next one? Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. Ooh, sorry, did I drop it? I thought I dro no, dropped it into your face. I need a palate cleanser. Okay, yeah. yeah. If I can pass you a drink if you need, or you are at some point, are you allowed to open your eyes between? Okay. Um, and are you ready for your last one? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Feel the tension. <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast, try and hear the tension. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Any strong feelings? Is this an easy decision to make? Have I asked you to make one of the hardest decisions you've ever been asked? I thought two was the best because it had more of a savoury flavour. Three was too much salt. Oh, very interesting. Mine was the opposite. I thought number one was a bit too dry and not enough flavour. Mm -hmm. Number two had too much flavour. Number three was just right. Okay, Alice, I have to tell you, you've chosen yours a favourite. The original, what's it? Oh. You think that Greg's are a bit too salty, and I can't remember what you said about this guy. Oh, I couldn't really taste the first one. I thought that were the worst. That was Greg's. Oh. Whereas you had it the other way round, mm -hmm. so you went, <coughs> Greg's dusty, not enough going on. That was in the middle. And then this was, <gasps> you went for, they're the best ones. They have M&S, uh, it's a tie between... Uh, yeah, actually, that means that Greg's is a resounding loser, and that's the only clear thing we've learnt from my <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Greg's. Um, brave thing to say in the north, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, we're not quite in Newcastle. That, you would get hurt there, wouldn't you, for saying it there. Um, yeah, and then it's a draw between M&S and actual Watsits. Maybe we'll have to conduct this experiment over a broader... Maybe I should put this out to social media, do you think, guys? They should eat. Turns you, out most you, of you couldn't you give a fuck. You should all just eat. Cook the shit, Jess. Alice, you said that you love garlic and onions when we were chatting before um, before the, today, um, but that you can't eat them now. Is that an intolerance or were you like, or like uh, no, no, just it, preference? I think You've overdone it. I've overdone it because like a lot of people, I thought everything had to start with an onion. <laughs> a know, lot of things do. Apart from pudding, I would saute an onion for everything. <laughs> everything has to start with an onion. Yeah, what honestly, came first, chicken or egg? Onion. Honestly, I would, I would saute an onion to give depth to everything. Yeah. And I kept, I got to a point where uh, my stomach started to get really upset, couldn't work out what it were. And then to put it bluntly, I don't know if I should say that. Oh yeah, I'm going to say it. I made an onion soup and shit myself. At this point, it was pretty definitive. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so then I knew. <laughs> and then go and get me stuck again. <laughs> I can tell my mate that because uh, my mate was on her way to meet me for a cup of tea the other. It was in June and um, uh, just. She just texted me. She texted me saying, I, "I'm about 20 metres away from my house, but I've just shut myself. Yeah, I've got to go back." And I was like, oh, "Oh God!" And she thought maybe it's a perimenopause, but she could have just had an she onion soup. If you've had onion soup, 
And what I discovered is, because I really love garlic and onions, I discovered wild garlic, which is free. Oh, it's lovely. Doesn't do the same thing. So mm. every February, January and February, I gather loads and loads of carrier bags, blanch it, screw it into little balls and freeze it and grate it off the rest of the year. Amazing. And spring onions don't do it either. So now we're just putting <coughs> spring out onion in oh, everything bar pudding. Lovely. <laughs> bar pudding. Bar pudding. Yeah. And on pizzas. Yeah. So sorry about that. So if you do have, you know, problems below, <laughs> consider Such looking at the onion. <laughs> I love it that we've gone from just using language like shat myself to now going I'm going to reel it back in and start cagely referring to below <laughs> I think that's so fascinating but also what a nifty little tip about the old wild garlic yeah, yeah. that's a real room divider isn't it I worked somewhere through um, the spring last year and everywhere in the, in the west country and everywhere we were driving about the windows open um, the smell of the wild garlic is so distinctive yeah. and strong. It's not the same as if you sniff garlic in cooking or get it when you're chopping mm. it. It's a really like earthy version of it. And it, it, you, everyone in the car, people were either like, I love this, or they were like, Ugh, uh. you could, it was real. Anyway. But if you, if, you, if you freeze it and yeah. grate it off and put it in stuff, it doesn't smell the same anyway. So people who say they don't like it, they don't know. And it's fine. Amazing. It's like in the same way that you uh, can like grate vegetables into a red sauce so that a child doesn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> Be years till he listens to this. <laughs> Unbeknownst to him, hashtag me too. Has, I've given him a lot of vegetables he didn't consent to. <laughs> Say scrum diddly umptious. And then you can be in my podcast. I was getting the vibe. Um, oh. Then, the, um, the Amy, you're not big into sort of cooking. <laughs> not into cooking. Uh, but Alice, you are. I really am. Big into it. Someone picks yeah. and freezes their own wild garlic. You'd be surprised to find out that they were on the old microwave pizzas, <laughs> wouldn't you? Honestly, in the old Chicago towns every other night, Alice. Not always, round your I grew, way. I grew up eating. Loads of chips because my mum and dad both worked, and yeah. it was me and my sister's job to cook the tea every single night. Right. And so we used to go to chip shop for school dinner, and then me and my sister worked out that the more or less eat anything we put in front of them. <laughs> and so we used to do things like we'd find cordon bleu, bleu ways to serve chips without any cooking. So we'd buy a pie, we'd stick it in a tin of tomato sauce, <laughs> tomato soup. What and sort of pie? Like a meat potato. Right. A meat yeah, potato yeah, yeah. pack. They have a lot of them. From the chippy. Like, from chippy. Yeah. Uh, or from or from Oddie's Bakery, and then we'd serve it with a side ordering of chips. Or we'd do a boiled and butter with a side ordering of chips. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Glory. And we had we had that food every you know Monday to Friday, and then my mum cooked Saturday and Sunday when she weren't working. Right. And uh, and I loved I loved that food. We'd do tripe and chips. Honestly, anything you could buy ready cooked or you didn't have to do much of that we could yeah. get chips to go with it. <laughs> we'd do, and my mum would cook proper food at weekend. And um, and then as soon as I left home, I became, well, I started to want to cook and not chips. I mean, I love chips. My favourite yeah, yeah. food, if I ate meat, it'd probably be steak and kidney pudding, chips and peas. Nice. But, you know, without the, without the guilt, probably wouldn't taste the same now. But because I, I grew up with that, I started cooking as soon as I could. Yeah. And, uh, and especially being a vegan when there were no vegan food about, you had to do it yourself. And I lived in a communal house. Right. So you were meant to cook 
one night each, as it turned out, we live with men, so obviously you had to cook a lot more. <laughs> but um, Anna properly, properly became sort of person that when you go to me, I go, would you like some bread? I made it. Right. <laughs> with a bread maker or just your oh, hands? Oh, bread maker, not my hands. Oh. <laughs> but you know, I do. Well, even then, it's just so impressive. Um, so I take it it's something you really enjoy and you get that impression if even if if I know the stuff you were cooking with was you know out of a tin or whatever like you said didn't require much but the fact that you were being so inventive with it as kids is pretty cool well, that we shows were, like yeah, an interest we were about seven when we I, I was seven and my sister was 11 she was five years older than me and at that age if it's your job to cook mm. and no one's shown you how you're not going to cook no but you are going to stick together whatever you can yeah you know I used to love trap and chips because you could get a thing of cold tripe, stick it on a white bread butter with some chips. So, so I've never tried tripe, and all I've seen is that I've, some came in a salad that my mum ordered. Mm. It was accidentally in a salad that she ordered in France a couple of, no, probably a decade mm. ago now. And um, sort of watching her realise that was in there and watching her sort of very physiological reactions to that, not in a positive way. <laughs> it's um, only in good, public, because her own mum's 80th cold, birthday. Hot tripe is horrible. Right. Cold tripe The is smell good. of it was something else. Yeah, but they bleach it. Actually, if you, oh, you when right. you get white tripe, it's bleached. So all the so night, what's so tripe? It's like stomach green, lining, right? Yeah, it's stomach lining. It comes green. I didn't, I didn't know it came green. I thought it came white. I found out later. That How's any vegans it. in here feeling? <laughs> 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 An evil cackle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more about green tripe, Alice. <laughs> um, so it comes green. <laughs> and um. I'm going to have a what's it to take my mind off it, but I do want to know more about it. What does it, does it taste meaty? No, what I used to, the reason I used to like tripe is because you put vinegar on it. Right. It's cold, you have it from the fridge. Oh. And if you have so cold. It's like sauerkraut. Or yeah, or you, you have, have cold nothing. vinegary tripe with hot chips. It's absolutely, I mean, I don't eat it anymore because I don't eat meat anymore, but it was absolutely delicious. And I used to have it on a white bread butter. Yeah. <laughs> Amy's really confusing it. <laughs> I am. Um, it's all. It's probably like a sort of flimsy kimchi. No, it's. No. Try again. It's more like vinegary squid. Right. With a bit of give. With a bit of give. <laughs> I fucking love squid. I'm, I'm sorry, but Alice, you, vinegary tripe is fine. Yet a raisin on a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot, isn't it? There's a lot going on today. But it's what you grew up with, and tripe yeah. was sort of not that weird then. I yeah, mean, no, no, of we, course. We were given and really also, it's really great that we were less squeamish. I think it's great yeah. that we were we were less squeamish and we were eating the whole of animals. Well, there were things that they gave me as a kid that I really I hated tongue. Ugh. They gave me a tongue. I don't want tongue. Have you ever been? I I have eaten tongue once again in France, like as a brave kid. Mm. But it tasted the same as you imagine it would taste. It tastes the same inside your mouth as it does on your arm when a cat licks you. Yeah, it was horrible. It was it's horrible. Fucking, and and that's like, oh, it's quite a pleasant feeling, but it doesn't make you peckish, does it? <laughs> to have like someone, someone gravelly little wet little pink tongue on your fucking arm. You can see the taste buds on the tongue. Oh! <laughs> Honestly, we weren't posh. We were the opposite of posh. Here's your tongue. It weren't like, yeah. it weren't nose to tail eating. No. Yeah, well, it was, but it wasn't kind of bragging about it yeah. in a sustainable, modern, artisanal way. And my mum wasn't way. a good cook. Right. You know, at all we had... Cooking. So at the weekends when she did the proper cooking, even that was crap. Well, 
the fry up on Saturday were all right. But oh, then, nice. And the so, Sunday dinner were all right sometimes. But like we'd branch out into stuff. Vesta curry we thought were fantastic because my mum's curry were an oxo cube in some water with some curry powder, with some boiled veg. No. Yeah, honestly. Wow. Honestly. And then when she, as she, as she got older, and she were a nurse and got you know earned a bit more money, she discovered Marks and Spencers. Right. Marks and Spencers food all. Swanky pants. And you nice. Know, yeah. So she would never. She tried to cook. Yeah. Some of it were good. Like, you know, if you live in Lancashire, it's a, it's a law that you need to know how to make potato ash. Everybody can make good <laughs> potato right. ash in Lancashire. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like that's very much true. Nodding. So we had good things sometimes, but it had to be really simple. Right. Fair and enough. not foreign. What about you, Amy? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm okay. going from my mum's <laughs> point of view, not mine. <laughs> Quickly moving on. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, 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 Sorry. Alice is racist. Parents, I'm moving on, Amy, Amy. Be anachronistic to say that. That was a pretty much part of the course, I guess. Um, some places. Amy, what about you growing up? Did you um, have brothers and sisters? Yeah. And, and, and what's the situation eating-wise? So I'm the youngest of seven. Fucking hell, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Uh, so we... We had things like Angel Delight a lot. Best flavour? One, two, three. Strawberry. Butterscotch. You're wrong. <laughs> Strawberry. Strawberry. It's butterscotch. <laughs> okay. I don't cool. think I've had butterscotch, Angel Delight. What? <laughs> I've got so many things to post to your house. Can't wait. You've never had a butterscotch Angel Delight. No. Do you like nice things? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're in for a treat. Oh. Um, can we try the audience with this? Butterscotch or strawberry? Cheer for butterscotch. <laughs> now for strawberry. <laughs> oh, fuck off. You're, You're in for a bloody old treat, not mate. We're getting along, mate. To, <laughs> <laughs> to discover butterscotch angel delight as an adult for the first time, I think it's going to be the sort of thing that might... It's just going to keep you sort of going. Keep you ambitious, <laughs> keep you driven. I've never keep you living it. your I've life. Keep you living for you, living for your life. <laughs> we Diving. all want to know that there's great things that we're yet to try, right? We don't want to have already tried all of the things. Turns out Amy Gledhill. How old are you? 31 has never tried Butterscotch Angel Delight. I haven't either. <gasps> what? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. And I'm 58. <laughs> You're both... This is so exciting for you. Um, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm genuinely going to post you some, both of you. This is great. Game changer. Um, all right, what's did the... you have proper food as well? Yeah. Yeah, we did have, we did, we did have food. <laughs> Sorry, Alice, thank Some you. Some proper food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I might have mentioned it before, crisps. <laughs> um, no, we had, so my mum was like a really good homely cook, and right. still is, but she's just getting into things now like pesto. Oh. Oh, yeah, hummus. What, what making okay. her own? No, no, Jess. Shut up. But just like hearing about it, she's... She, you know, she's quite yeah. a cosmopolitan woman now. Is she? Oh, yeah. You'll go around and she's like, oh, Amy, I've got two different types of pesto. <laughs> Show Janet next door. She's only got one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should think she'd need to, at least two jars of pesto for the seven kids. <laughs> um. Were they every two years, the kids? 
uh, yes, until me. <laughs> so it's like two years, two years, two years, ten year gap. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hiya. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Is what you're trying to say that you're spoiled as fuck? I'm a mixture, I'm this incredible mixture of like feeling like an only child and spoil and also the most bullied person in the household. Oh, <laughs> wait me. So it's, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, no, it's good. But we, so my mum was a good cook. My dad used to be a chef. Oh, what? Yeah, but then, it, so, but he doesn't cook anymore because my mum won't let him because he uses so many pots and pans in the kitchen to cook like a salad. Right. <laughs> and you'll go in afterwards and, and you, my dad won't cook in front of people. You have to like vacate the kitchen and he's like rattling stuff, ding, ding, ding. And there's like things smashing and the steam coming out of everywhere. And then you go in and it's like a fried egg. And you're like, how has this happened? <laughs> so, uh, do you want to get in there? Yeah. yeah all right. <laughs> Alice has just taken the lid off the scone. Thank you. Uh, Claire, Claire Gibbons made these for us. What are they called? Uh, I thought you... <laughs> somebody had described... Look at the fucking size of them. They're just they're, raisins and scones. Sorry, Alice. They're not no, just like raisins, raisins and scones. Oh, they're not just now. raisins and yeah, scones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are... They're scones... Look, scones, 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 scones. Scone. 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 I lost confidence then in me on <laughs> They are they're as big as a baby's head. I'm almost up for sharesing. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm only having that bit. Oh, okay. Well, not because I don't want more, well, I'm just testing yeah, the water. Yeah, yeah. I mean they this are looks fantastic. They're basically sort of four in one. Do you know why I took the lid off? Even with the lid Did off, you? I could smell them. Do you always make the scones that big, Claire? When you... No, there might have been a slight element of showing off. <laughs> don't if you know Claire but she was on Bake Off at one point she's pretty amazing at baking wow. things she's been on this podcast before and she has and very she, uh, kindly and brought us clotted cream and, and the jam. posh one Rodders is that how you say it? Rodders Rodders double shall, Cornish shall I put some cream, cream on and pass it to the audience they can tuck in afterwards oh, okay. oh but now Sorry. we've said that <laughs> it feels so cruel 
United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I want to know whether you've ever eaten anything you think was particularly futuristic. I think crickets counts um, because that might be the way we have to go. I've just got a just got a finger of cake. Um, <laughs> distracting myself with that. Um, or if you've got any particular hopes or fears when it comes to eating in the future, perhaps in terms of technology or sustainability and stuff like that. Well, in the mid nineties, I went through. Um, I went through a phase. I saw Angela Bassett in What's Love Got to Do with It, and the I want you to, can I. Can, we, can you sing that? <laughs> no, no, no. What's love got to do, got to do with it? But I saw muscles. <laughs> Don't patronise me. <laughs> and I watched Terminator 2. Yeah. And I thought, I'm going to build some muscle. Because I'd always been quite skinny. I thought, okay, yeah. I'm going to seriously go hench. on a bodybuilding tip. Sweet. And I, and I did, because I wanted to be bigger rather than smaller. Yep. And for about two years... I built this muscle. I mean, who's got two hours a day to spend in the gym? It's gone now. But basically, um, and at the time, I were eating loads of food, because you do if you build Mm. that much calories. And I introduced into my diet tubs of whey. You know them big tubs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bodybuilding protein. It's not the future. You stink. You drop farts everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly. the, The guy at my gym who taught me, Mr. UK... I realised it was probably not that healthy when Mr UK had a heart attack at 36. Oh, my God. Yeah, Honestly. my... um, uh, my. I have a personal trainer at the moment. What a prick. <laughs> um, but he's, um, he's a... Th- I think he's the sixth strongest man in the UK and he's the strongest man in Essex. Um, he's not... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> he doesn't listen to this. Uh, he's not 30 yet and he's just been told he's got very severe arthritis. There are massive downsides, are, I think, to putting your body through that. Um, well, I ate really well, but, but he said to me, oh, if you really want to build muscle, you yeah. need to eat this. And then he yeah. sold me this tub, it was about that big, oh. of, of eggy whey. Mm. <laughs> and I weren't prepared to miss any food, so yeah. I ate my eggy whey on top of, the, yeah. top of the... It's not the future. It's really not the future. No, yuck. So that, that's Fair the enough. most futuristic I've ever got. And, and you it's can get so vegan protein powders that make... Ironically, be yeah, less I'm not there anymore. No, I got fine. a life. <laughs> I am. Um, I do all the weightlifting, Alice, with oh. none of the um, eating controls. <laughs> it's a great life. <laughs> um, this cake, Barry, is a fucking tit. Mm. It's so nice. Mm. It's almost um, fudgy, isn't it? Yeah. It's really wet. I won't say moist. <laughs> That's not buttercream, is it? What is it? It is. It's, um, I don't like buttercream, and I like that. It's a buttercream using a vegan uh, spread, pure. Oh, yeah, pure spread. It's like yeah. vegan marge. Oh, it's really good. It's really nice. And often I think vegan marge doesn't taste nice when you've used it in an icing. And this is lush. It's so chocolatey. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's quite a lot left. <laughs> um, so, five second rule, lads, yes or no? As in picking stuff off, off the floor? Yeah. Or what, what's the, what the question's really asking in a broader sense is, what's the most disgusting or grubby thing you've eaten? <laughs> mm. I wash it if it's longer than Give a minute. Give it a little rinse. If I, can, I, I found things on the floor, washed them and ate them. Yeah. 
That's like a, I don't know how you describe that. So you can have longer than a five seconds as your rule. Yeah, you just wash it. But just give it a wash. Yeah. What if it was something like these cakes of scones? Like, how would you wash that? Quick thing under the tap. Oh, really? <laughs> 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 yes. You're washing wet food. You're washing jam, cream and scone by just whipping it through the tap. As if that's actually cleansing it in any way. <laughs> just ruining it. <laughs> I wish you could see the mime if you're listening. <laughs> Nightmares a lot. Now I have right. dreams. Right, great. But and I've tried eating cheese late at night because I really like cheese. Yeah. Um, but I've also tried it to see if it gives me nightmares. But who can tell when you have them anyway? Who can Not tell if, you if don't it's remember. cheese or mm. bad parenting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll ask my son in a few yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need some badly parented vegans. We've got an experiment to do. <laughs> Um, not so much food, but if I have something like like an energy drink, you know, if I'm doing mm. a really horrible drive home and I just have to have it, yeah. but my body's like shattered. So when I get home, even though I've had an energy drink, I can still sleep. All right. There's something about having that little extra energy when I'm sleeping that really gives me some hot sex dreams. Oh, does it? Mm. Oh, yes. Latest one. Trying. <laughs> Latest one was um. Here we go. <laughs> uh, Corbin on a on a Ooh. wall. <laughs> <laughs> he was, was holding me so tight. He was like the strongest man in Essex. <laughs> Was the, was the energy drink you were drinking called Monster? <laughs> it was relentless. <laughs> they've, all got, <laughs> they've all got such cheap porno names. <laughs> this is why. Relentless. Relentless, relentless yeah, yeah, Jeremy yeah. Corbyn fucking against the mm. wall. It was good. It, it was, was good. It was great, you know. I, I don't feel that way about the man, but in the dream, oh, I, I think it was outside his allotment. He just. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was really something. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Genuinely best answers to that I've ever, ever, ever been given. <laughs> Christ. If there was literally no other option, would you eat a person? Do I have to kill him? Um, that's really good. Uh, uh, I'm going to say no. That's not part of the original question. No. And, 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 and I, it's a, I've left it at quite an open question because you can say yes in these situations or no in those situations. So it can be no if I had to kill him, but yes if I didn't. Or you, you, I could do it if someone had cooked it well, really nicely and I did, didn't there, know what it was. We're very hungry. Yeah, you're starving. It has to be they're no starving. other option. No, they're absolutely... We're, yeah, we're, I'm not just peckish. I'm yeah. starving. <laughs> <laughs> and they die. Not just pecking. <laughs> Suddenly oh, and cleanly. 
then I think I would have to say thank you for giving your life. <laughs> I'm not doing it, Alex. <laughs> and I'd be mindful. <laughs> and you just run it under the tap. <laughs> just real quick. Just run the corpse under the yeah. tap. Whip it under the tap. Oh, there's a bit of grit on this one. No, I <laughs> do not like a bit of grit on my human you know face. What's worrying me about it though, because what, you ask that question, and I instantly think, oh god, I've got to cut him up now. That's what worries me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think the actual murder and slaughter bits are for a different podcast. Yeah. Um, would you kill? <laughs> Would you Sorry, kill a person? <laughs> How would you be in war? Hand-to-hand <laughs> -hand combat war, no. It's a, I think, yeah, it's about whether you could get your head in the place to knowingly be eating a human. I'd be like mm. William Wallace. I want to live! Yeah, <laughs> I want to survive. Um, and Do you? I, I would say, in the, uh, uh, my answer on it changes all the time, which is just a sign of what a fickle person I am. <laughs> no, I, I think it depends on my mood. So there have been times where I've been so deep into not eating any meat, and clearly I've not eaten meat for ages now, but I don't, I can't, there's times where I think I cannot imagine physically, so I'm not someone who, if I did that Survivor program or whatever, would I wouldn't be like chucking in the bollocks and all of the horrible things they have to eat. <laughs> And I, I, I wouldn't be someone who could just get through that. For someone who loves eating, I also have like a... If I'm not mm, into something, it's yeah. good fucked. <laughs> I couldn't force myself to eat something that repulsed me. So I don't know. But what I do know is that when I'm really hungry, absolute shit, dog shit, gross meat still smells amazing. If I'm really hungry, yeah. I can walk past, you know... If, if you, yeah, I can walk past... Even in, say, the depths of my... The, the closest I've... Yeah, not quite, but oh. the closest I've been to a barbecue or Greg's yeah. or, or McDonald's or something that I would... This is not on the list of things that I'm eating and it's not something I think about, it's not something I daydream about. If I'm hungry, the smell of cook, cooking meat will make, like, my whole mouth explode and stuff. So I, um, I know that if I was starving and someone was cooking a person and I walked past it, I'd be like, I'm doing it! <laughs> or would I? Yeah. Or would it get yeah. to it? I don't know. I think it's really interesting. And when it gets to the moment, it'd be like, <laughs> can't do it. I think I, I'm pretty sure I could. Yeah. As, for survival. As, as long as they've just died peacefully, yeah. for my sake. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Really, no, no, but you know, no, but you know well, I mean, they've died yeah, yeah, peacefully. Yeah. I've come across them. I've they've come, also I've stumbled across them. They've also <laughs> somehow been put into segments without me having to do it. <laughs> Beautifully filleted Yeah, humans. anyway, it's your turn. Yeah, you haven't answered, Amy. Oh, I, don't know. I don't know. Probably, I think. It depends how it was cooked, what mm. it came with. If it was in chips. No. <laughs> Have you never read Alive? You no. know about the car crash in the... Uh, not the car oh, crash. plane crash. The plane crash yeah, in the, the 70s. And the, yeah, yeah, and what they did is they had to strip the skin off. Bwah! And then they dried it. I'm not the, reading it. In the snowy sun. And then they had it like salted beef. And I think I would do that because I'd want to live. Oh, fuck me. And they took the buttocks first. Oh, yummy bum bum. <laughs> A fucking horrible white blonde haired fleshy wizard arrives and um, people let him arrive because they think he's a bit of fun because he went on a zip wire once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's fictional. <laughs> yeah. 
And then he lands a curse on everyone, which is a crying disease. And everyone's crying so much that they're really dehydrated. And some people's homes even get flooded in their own tears. And the completely fictional wizard agrees to stop this and cancel the crying disease. But only if you two, and weirdly it does have to be you two, do those really socially awkward and bloody difficult sit-ups where you have to tangle your legs up opposite each other and then do sit-ups and do a really depressing high five (laughs) at the top after each sit-up. And you have to do those for a whole hour. Uh, Sounds impossible, but you do it! You're heroes! Yay! You've saved everybody from the crying disease. You go down in history as... as incredible people who've done something wonderful for we'll the society and the planet shall we go into training we'll go into training I'd have yeah. Train. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 I mean you've done it oh, yeah oh, I've done it's it. just <laughs> an idea. you've done it you don't and so yeah. but your immediate um, prize other than adulation and a great place in history on top of the great places you've already got um, is uh, the feast of your dreams. This can be enough after all the horrible sit-ups that you feel like eating, and you can have had a shower or whatever. Uh, but you know that kind of post-massive exertion or post-adrenaline or whatever, that kind of hu- when that hunger kicks in, that's the moment I'm thinking of. I want you to ha- have the feast of your dreams. I don't want there to be any consequences to anything that you eat. There's nothing ethical about it, and nothing even has to be possible. I'm not interested in whether this is attainable stuff, let alone, you know, and, and, and the answers to all of these questions can be completely impossible. Um, I want to know what you'd eat, what you'd drink, and if there's a who, with, and where, then the who, with, and where. <laughs> I'm going to pretend like I'm a contestant on MasterChef and say something horribly sentimental. Because before, yeah. before I had all this cake, I thought, oh, what, what would my last supper be or whatever? And I was thinking, oh, it'd be steak and kidney pie, pie chips and peas. But actually, because I've had all this cake and I'm really full, yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. What, if I could have anything I wanted, I would have, because my grandma brought me up until I was about seven, I would have my grandma's meat and potato pie. Yes. At her house. We, um, anyone had Camp's coffee? She used yeah. to give me Camp's coffee with a spoonful of salt in it. Ooh. Why? That's what we had. Wow. And I'd have it with my grandma. It was long dead. Yeah, lovely. Sorry. That's it's not like sorry. I'm a master chef contestant now. That's nothing <laughs> well, to be sorry because about Because I'm there. full now. Yeah, So fine. I don't want just food. No, great. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, yeah, in theory, you've done all of this exertion and it's not right now. It's not when you're full but it's impossible to answer the question outside of those remits when we are currently full yeah <laughs> no it's not Good. I would have <laughs> like a real massive Yorkshire pudding oh yes like big as your head with tarragon mash in it and an onion gravy just dripping down the sides oh. yeah then I'd have um, loads of roast veg I'd have some sprouts. You having Corbin there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. And I, I want to eat it on the wall with Jeremy Corbin. <laughs> Is that you're wearing with yeah. me? With his marrow. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Um, <laughs> he used to fuck down Abbott, apparently. They were Did banging he? for a bit, yeah. <laughs> she could come as well. <laughs> cool. Yeah, why not? Oh, 
Um, and I'd, have, I'd also have some rhubarb because rhubarb is my favourite flavour in anything. So I'd have some sort of stewed rhubarb kind of pudding or crumble. Mm. Or I'd have the the rhubarb, you know, the, the fizzy rhubarb Croston's press drink you can yeah, have. Yeah, that's fucking lovely. Yeah, I think I'd have that with rhubarb gin in it. Too Ooh, much. Is that too no, much? No, double rhubarb. Do you bloody like? It's your dream. I've gone. I've done it. I've said it. Double rhubarb. I don't I don't know you can be ashamed of double rhubarb when you're just shagging Corbin. Whilst <laughs> <laughs> eating Yorkshire pudding up round his neck. Oh, stop it, Alice. <laughs> Did you miss the bit where she invited Diane? <laughs> a bit where it got spicy, I reckon. Um... What a fucking delight this has been. Thank you very much, my guest. The last thing I'd like you to do is plug anything or any projects or anything that you'd like to plug. Uh, go for it. What are you up to at the moment? What can people... Uh, how can people see your work or where are you on social media? All that kind of gubbins. Uh, so I do this double act called The Delightful Sausage. They're amazing. Yay, they got nominated for Best Show at the Edinburgh Fringe. They're <laughs> fucking great. Well, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, we're doing a little tour, and we're coming to Manchester. Uh, we're doing a little tour next year. In the spring? In the spring, so yeah. get your diaries out, guys. And, <laughs> and when are you at the that. Soho Theatre? Soho Theatre in uh, December, the last first two weeks of December. For sold two out weeks. Yet? Two weeks. Oh, yeah. A bit of fancy pants, yeah. isn't it? Great. Very good. Uh, so we're doing that. Um, and then, can I say... Yeah. Can I? Yeah. Oh, can I? Are you sure? Uh, yeah, I was going to. Oh, great. So, yeah. um, Jess, who you may have heard of because it's her podcast, <laughs> uh, is doing a tour and I'm going to be doing support on that tour. Yeah, including the Manchester dates. Yeah, that's so going to be, be so fun. That's from great. February. Yeah, yeah, wicked. Alice. Uh, well, you'll forget this, so I might as well. I'll make it quick. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's for the people listening as well as the people okay. in the room. Uh, so I'm, they can sort of rewind it okay. and listen back until they've really got it gone in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm working on a, an effects series with uh, Simon Beaufoy, whose name I can never pronounce, despite <laughs> working with him for the last two years. Um, and we're doing a State of the Nation austerity drama. We tra- we're trying to make one that you actually want to watch. We ain't dreading it. Uh, it'll be eight episodes it'll be out in a year wow are you allowed to say what it's called yet no I'm not allowed to say what it's because if I tell you what it's called you'll know where it is and so I can't tell you oh I see but it's going to be on FX yeah brilliant oh how exciting Similar vein to that years and years was that the state of the Uh, nation no do you know yeah that was that got better and better I thought it did I agree yeah no um, yeah suppose it is in some similar vein we've been doing We've been doing a lot of work and we've just started writing. Oh, God, it's so exciting. All right. And what are you on Twitter? I can look that up and I can put that in the podcast. <laughs> follow all of my, uh, follow both of these amazing guests on social media as well. They're very funny and interesting on there. Thank you so much to my guests. Thank you very much to the audience. Clap and then it will be the end. <laughs> I'm in my time. Oh, what a fun episode. They plugged their their wares, but also follow follow these guys on social media and go and see their work. Alice is on Twitter as at AliceNutt1. 
one, the number. And Amy is on there at that Gled Hill. And her sketch double actually is in Delightful Sausage are amazing. And they're on there as mmm sausage. M-M-M sausage. <laughs> see them on tour. They are so fucking good. And if you want to see Amy stand up, might as well come and see her when she does half of my tour support, mightn't you? Come and see my show Hench on tour all through first half of 2020. Come to a Hoovering Live. Next one's in Leicester on the 9th of February in the afternoon. Follow the podcast on social media at the Hoovering Pod. I'm on social media at Jessica Foster Q. Any longer messages you want to send me also for all my links to all my tour dates and all other live shows, go to my website, jessicafosterq.com. Huge thanks to Acast for hosting the podcast. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy hoovering. 